0: I'm KJ and I'm Ashley and we're the Love Laces and we're just coming here with Lace with Love kick shit with y'all for a little bit new podcast so with us being a married couple and going on being 10 years together overall we just gotta look back over the last decade because 2020 in a nutshell has been a piece of work man what you think a piece of work
1: yeah that's a good way to put it
0: Yes, I mean, I'm pretty sure a lot of y'all out there feel the same way we feel. Like, 2020's been the craziest year um, since, I know, my 30 years of living. Like, a lot of good, a lot of bad, a lot of bullshit in between.
1: Yeah, to be honest with you, I feel like I experienced every emotion, like, every day since this quarantine. I mean, I've been locked up since January, to be honest with you. (laughs) I mean, I went from... Uh, being sick to being in bed rest because I was pregnant with Cassie then and then everything got shut down so I've been stuck in the house having cabin fever. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, I mean honestly it's just been a crazy start to the year with everything that was going on pre-COVID and then we jumped right into COVID and we had a newborn like you said Cassie. It's just been so hectic because you start freaking out because you're hearing everything on the news and everything on social media. You don't know what's true, what's not true. You Got a newborn baby. You got a diabetic husband, and Damn. you got small children. So yeah, we what do look, you do?
1: We look real good as a unit. Then <laughs> we got one that he. We thought about putting that boy in a bubble, but I'll be real with you, man. This it's really it's been an eye opener. I gave that. Um. Just looking and being grateful for what we do have, and definitely be grateful for what we don't, what we don't have, you know.
0: Absolutely, it's um, it's a lot of perks to working from home, even though they still ain't got me right to work from home.
1: Boy, you better shut up and just thank God for it. <laughs> Every time you go to log in, it ain't working, man. You just better thank the Lord that they paying you to just kick it, cause. Man, I probably lost
0: my noodle by now if you was on the clock. Oh, <laughs> uh, absolutely. I mean, good thing is, I able even put on good weight. I ain't part of the skinny niggas club no more. Nah, but you're getting titties. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> about to get you a bra, boy.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Going on um, just in the country as a whole. We kind of talk about it amongst each other, but I kind of want to just talk to the people. You know, that's in our age group just to kind of see where you stand when you're seeing everything from Black Lives Matter to protests to Antifa to Trump supporters to everything kind of just happening all at this time?
1: To be honest with you, I'm just numb at this point to all of it. Like, you don't really know whose motive is what, you know, if these people who really run in Black Lives Matter, because I was one of the conspiracy theorists that it wasn't really ran by actual people who actually cared about black people. So it's, it's, a, it's, honestly, it's just a lot to take in. You know, you feel like some things have changed and then you really look and see that not much has really changed because we're still marching. We're still having to say that black lives matter. And then you got people saying, well, all lives matter. And it's just like, well, yeah, sure. But black lives have to matter first. But, you know, what you gonna do?
0: Absolutely. I mean, it's crazy to me because the people that tend to say all lives matter tend to be people that don't support black lives at all, oh, which kind of kinda cancels out everything they're saying. But it's wild because there are still a lot of people who are just realizing the kind of plight that we go through as black people. So like, do we fault them for not knowing or do we fault them moving forward? for if they continue trying to go with that narrative and not
1: knowing. Yeah. Honestly, be real with you. I, I'm i over it at this point. I just wish people would stop saying blue lives matter, because that's not a life. That's a job. Like, clock out. Because, you know, you can clock out from being a police officer. You can't clock out from being black. Yeah. Now, if you could, shoot. Go and zip <laughs> this. <laughs> Let me be white for a minute. <laughs> Let me go and unzip this skin real quick. But until that happens, shut up with the Blue Lives Matter. Because that's not a life. That's a freaking job.
0: Right. And you, like you said, you can always clock out of that. You know? I mean, all due respect to the people that are doing their job the way they're supposed to be doing it. Um, but when you personally are affected by, you know, a relative or friend being harassed or killed by the police, you got to definitely, you you got to side-eye everything and kind of go at it from a different perspective. But um, I definitely agree with you. The Blue Lives Matter thing to me is such coded racism in there. And then for the Black people that scream that Blue Lives Matter stuff, but don't, aren't a cop or anything else, I definitely feel like they're jaded people or nah, they're just trying they're, to...
1: They're just idiots <laughs> at this point. But you know, I'm a real, I did not realize how scared I was for police until I was by myself and car a police car just got behind me. Like, I'm just driving down the street. So, you know, I'm checking my, my speed, making sure I ain't going over the speed limit. I'm actually driving under the speed limit. I'm like, nah, you're going to have to go around me because I'm in your way. I make sure that you're going to have to go around me. But I honestly did not know how afraid I was of the cops. I mean, I legit start praying, like Lord, let me just get back home to my folks, cause you never know what what people on these days. And you know, Gwinnett County, they got them police officers got time. So I, it's it's kind of scary not to even leave the house. And then I sometimes I just look around, like all right, you know, just in case it's my last time, you know, stepping out, or it's my last time coming up in here, you know, let me give them babies a hug. Let me, you know, tell my family I love them real quick. You know, even if I'm just going up the street, because you never know anymore. Like, like I said, you know, this is who we are. You know, we can't we can't unzip this. You know, this is our life, and it's scary to think that there are people with guns and badges that are afraid of us for whatever reason, which is you know is stupid to me, but they're taught that, just like we teach our children, you know, manners they're taught to hate to hate other people that don't look like them the same way we teach our kids a simple yes, ma- yes, ma'am, and thank you, which is crazy to me.
0: Yeah, that's a good point. I do want to kind of transition in there. Um, because we do have kids, I mean, with us, I mean, you're 28, I'm 30. We have four children. 28 and a half. And our oldest being seven. So I kind of want to just discuss with you on here, when do you feel is the right time to have that discussion with each one of our kids based on their personalities about how to protect themselves and make sure they make it home?
1: I mean, well, definitely right now is, I mean, they're kind of seeing it, you know, regardless if we want to shield them from it or not, they're kind of seeing it. And, you know, just having conversations with Kaden, you know, even though she's seven, you know, she'll ask me a question um, about, we're talking about Martin Luther King, and she was saying, you know, yeah, you know, he wanted everybody to love each other. And I said, well, you know, not all people are good people. You know, I've had to have that conversation with her. But I try to have it at her level to where she's not scared to do things, you know, scared to live her life, but also making her aware of what's going on around her. So that way she's not oblivious to what's happening, but she's not scared to actually, you know, go out and have fun you know even though sometimes you know ignorance is bliss but sometimes it's saving your life or not you
0: know yeah you're definitely right there um it's eye opening when you're a parent to see how innocent children are and how early innocence can be taken away because just from seeing her from between kindergarten and now you know the first year and a half of school she didn't know anything about race she just that's my friend that's my friend but now she's starting to see more so you know that she's a black girl um she has her white friends her hispanic friends her other black friends um and everything else and it's just crazy how much is taught into people so you kind of wonder with these kids coming out so early is like what are they surrounded with when they do already have this hate or they start spewing out words and kind of like N-words or different things they might hear because you know when I'm playing Call of Duty and you hear these little kids on there.
1: Yeah. <laughs> that's a whole different thing. But I mean at the same time, you know, we don't want to, you know, ruin their innocence and their love, you know, that they have that's so perfect, you know, but we also just want to make them aware of what's happening around them and making them aware that who they are are very important and we're very important because I mean, let's just be real we're hated so much because we we're amazing as a race we are amazing. we can do amazing things, and my take on it is people who are racist or you know not just born that way because they were taught that but because people who literally hate. Black people are because they wish they had what we had, you know, and they can't for some reason figure out, Okay, well, I'll take this from them or I'll take that from them. Or, you know, I'll I'll stop their bag and then we still turn around and end up with money or we're still happy. We're still we're still finding time to go out and have fun. And they're like, how are you so happy? I just took everything from you. And that's one thing about black people. We always find a way to turn up. You know, just looking now, you know, we've been stuck in a house and we've found many ways to still have fun in the house. So, you know, we're always going to find our turn up. And people don't like that. People, when you see people that you don't already like and you see them still happy and you know that, you know, everything I've tried to do to hurt them, it ain't working. So, you know, that just makes them hate us even more. But, you know, we want to teach our children that, Their skin is beautiful, you know. Even though we are fair skin, we're a fair skinned family. That you know, we're beautiful regardless, and even the hate that we receive within our own, you know, race, is is crazy to me. But you know, I mean, I've been conceited for a while, so I'm cool with it.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You wild for that? um, (laughs) Yeah, I definitely do agree with you there. Um, We we have a fight or flight mentality as a whole and a lot of times we're going to fight uh, very few times we fight uh, just because our personalities don't allow for fleeing of it um, but to kind of go back to what you said um, with how you feel when you know you might be alone um, without me or the kids and you do, you do encounter a police officer or they're coming up behind you or anything I definitely feel you there uh, that was a big reason why I decided to go ahead and get legalized to be able to carry because the way that they've been um, hemming up our brethren out here and everything else. And I just had the mentality sense that if I'm going to go, one of them going with me, um, definitely try to avoid it at all costs. But talking with my dad is definitely something that I felt like I needed to do not only for myself, but for the family, whether it's. Everybody in the car, Mm -hmm. just me in the car or whoever. So I kind of want you to tell people how you kind of felt when we had that conversation about having a firearm and then to the process where, you know, we're legalized to have a firearm.
1: I mean, well, honestly, I was very uneasy about it. So uneasy that I talked to my mom about it. And, you know, that's wild (laughs) because I don't really talk to my mom much about important things in our household or I don't talk to many people about things that's going on in our household, but for the simple fact that I felt uneasy and I didn't know you know, who to talk to about it, because but I'm like, you know, I can't tell my black husband how to be a black man, how to feel about police officers killing another black man and and even close to home, like here in Georgia, it happened. So it was hard for me to understand it, even though I grew up with my grandparents and they have firearms all around the house. But, you know, to have one in my home with my children and, you know, now I have this angry black man in my house who's watching TV and upset. And I'm like, okay, now he want to go get a gun. What you need a gun for, you know? But then I had to sit down and think, you know, your job, you know, you feel your job is. And I'm not going to tell you what your job is in in the house because that's what you feel. You feel that your job is to protect me and to protect your children as well as protect yourself. And if that's what you feel you need to do so, who am I to tell you no? You know, um, just as long as you ain't no, I don't know, trick or tie chi type stuff. When you out here, you know, being a vigilante, I'm cool with it. But, you know, my thing was, hey, you got to lock it up, you know, to protect who's in the house, you know. So, you know, it took me a while to get used to it. And I even cringe when I see you take it in when you leave in the house. I'm like, okay, where the hell are you going that you feel like that you might need it? And then the reality of it is people who have been attacked, you know, by the police, were just doing their everyday living, you know, just kicking it, doing their everyday living thing. So you don't you don't ever think that you're not going to make it back to your family. You don't ever think that. I'm going to need this, but you always have it just in case. So I, I am a little uneasy when you do take it with you, but then I understand, like, if it becomes, you know, me making it home or not, I might need this. So, you know, I've come to grips of it being here. It's just that as long as it's put away where our children can't get it, Or you're not in one of those mindsets where you want to go and harm someone, you know, for whatever reason, you know, other than self-defense, then I'm cool with it.
0: That's good to hear, because ain't nobody trying to go to jail. Ain't nobody trying
1: to go to jail. Hell no. You ain't about to leave me with all these damn kids. All
0: right. So I know that was real serious and, you know but I just wanted to pick your brain with it because I know you know we just, we have our discussions but um, with us bringing the podcast to the people I kind of want to have those real conversations on wax um, but to get in a little more fun I kind of want you to tell people how you feel about sports right now and them playing I and the bubble I think it's a
1: joke it's a joke like let them people be at home with their families like they not even making money that is worth at this point like Let them people, let them kids, I call them kids, but let them men go home to their families. Like, you swabbing their nose up every day, which got to be very uncomfortable, or you're not effectively checking them every day. You got these young boys out there making them celibate. First of all, that's a joke, because they trying to sneak chicks up in there. You seen the dummy who snuck a girl up in there, and he got a whole wife and kids at home. Idiot. But, honestly, it's just a bunch of scrimmages. Like, who wants to see that? The crowd noise ain't real. And No, it's, it's a joke. Let the let them men go home to they family. Like, we could do without the entertainment. Y'all can definitely miss me with the NBA and NFL running at the same time. I don't appreciate that. But, yeah, let, let the men go home to they family. We'll catch y'all next year with the sports. Do something else.
0: Look, man, the Miami Heat got a chance to go to the NBA Finals live from the bubble.
1: Sir, 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 I don't care about none of that. I, I really don't. I, sports ain't, ain't never been my thing. I care less about it. Now, if you want to take me to the Mercedes-Benz Stadium, I'm cool with that because their concessions is cheap. That's the only reason why I like going to the football games with you. But rather than that, let, let the men go home to their families.
0: But you even were entertained at the end of the game last night. The Miami game. I'm just saying. I
1: was not entertained by the game. I was entertained by your reaction. That was funny. I care less about the game, but I kind of wanted them to lose just to see your face.
0: That's disrespectful. Because
1: I'm kind of an ass. <laughs> I was hoping that he missed that free throw. That's so disrespectful. And when he lodged it from the other end, I was praying that he made it. But then I was like, damn, he they would have went in a double overtime. And who wants that? Because it was already after midnight. But. Honestly, I think it's all a joke. It's, it's all a joke. And then he's got, they got these kids trying to play college ball and all that. They need to just shut that down. They need to shut that down. Because y'all already closed down the campuses, but y'all still want these boys to play. So y'all can get money because they're not even getting paid. But the boys want to play. So what? They boys. What they
0: know? Some people trying to get their livelihood together. I, I respect I respect it if it's their decision they want to play. I respect the ones that have said, you know what? I don't want to play this year. Because there's a lot of players that have said they don't want to play and they're not playing.
1: Honestly, I'm biased to it all because before COVID, I I honestly feel like those college players should be getting paid something because some of them kids get hurt in college and then they can't even go pro. So they've given up their good years for what? They getting pimped. They pretty much getting pimped. And at least the hoes make money. They not even getting pimped right. They ain't making no money. So, no, no. Let them go home. Y'all send them home anyway. Let them go home. Still pay for their education. Get them something. But y'all, no. Mm Mm-mm.
0: So here's the question here. If UGA opens up the stadium at low capacity levels for the Tennessee game, can me and Larry go?
1: Nigga, you not going to no more. No. Mm -mm. Mm-mm. I have become a germaphobe since COVID, and we ain't going to nothing. Especially you, nigga. No. No. Hell no. You ain't going to no games. You watching them all on TV.
0: <laughs> mm The all Sunday right.
1: ticket cover uh cover college games too, right?
0: Nah, that's just NFL. Oh, but well, but UGA does kick off on the 26th.
1: Well, you better clickety clack on that phone, cause you ain't going to no game, bruh. <laughs> unless you in uh, unless you in one of them bubbles, you ain't going to no games, bruh. No. Cause mm-hmm. they not wiping, they ain't wiping all them seats down. I don't wanna hear it. I'd be skeptical about the baskets at Walmart. They ain't wiping wiping all them seats down.
0: Well, I'm sure they have to be wiping it down, but that's all right. Um, I don't
1: trust it. Mm
0: -mm. I kind of just want to transition a little bit um, since we've been talking about being quarantined for God, I guess the whole year, really. Um, But (laughs) one of the things that we've been able to do, which I'm very proud of you for, is you started your own business. So just tell the people a little about what you're doing right now.
1: Well, um, I started making uh, hair bows for little girls. Um, pretty much, just kind of got the idea. I was on social media, and um, I was looking at different things to to do. And um, little go- little girl had bows in her hair, and I was like, "Oh, I'm gonna, you know, YouTube and see how to make them." And so I kind of got my idea, you know, straight from YouTube. And every now and again, I'll um, be on Pinterest and I'll see like little bows that I can make and you know, of course I make them for my, for our girls. And so I posted it on um, my page on Facebook and Instagram and I've gotten a lot, a lot of love, you know, especially from back home in Detroit, you know, 313 representing, but (laughs) whatever, but yeah. So, you know, I've gotten a lot of love from back at home, you know, the people that i grew up with um, back in, you know, back in church and everything. So Um, yeah, and it took me, I mean, what, I've only been doing this for a month, and I've, I've made over a hundred bowls, um, and only been doing it for a month, and it took me a while to come up with a name, but I was talking to, um, talking to you about Kaden, and and I was just saying, you know, like, if nobody else would rock with me, you know, I have my girls bowed up, and I was like, oh, you know, so, that's where my name came from, so, yeah, bowled up hair boutique, um, I actually, you know, it took me a while to come up with a name because I was like, you know, once I have a name, then, you know, this is this is real, you know, because before it was just me, you know, making things and selling stuff that I liked. And once I felt once I felt like I had a name, then, you know, it was serious. You know, like this is a serious business. Now I got to go get an LLC and all that. And it kind of intimidated me. And then so I was like, yeah, I don't want a name yet. I just want to sell my stuff and have fun. But, you know, got a name and still having fun doing it. Um, I got a couple um, orders pending right now. So, you know, once they drop the cash, you know, then I can do my craft. So, but, you know, right now I'm just having fun and enjoying and, you know, loving watching what what I can make, you know, because it's all made by hand. So, you know.
0: Yeah, and I'm very proud of you. I mean. Thank you. The time that you put into it, how um, I've watched you get better and better um, every type of bow you're making the time that you put in learning how to make different styles of bows um, the countless times you spend at the different stores we ain't gonna drop their names they're not paying us but um, <laughs> going to these different stores finding different types of bows to be more and more creative um, that takes a lot of time out and um, I think it does help too that you just showed your hustler um, mentality and spirit because you know, we're in the house every day, all day, but we got something to show for it. I mean, yeah. our son, um, our only son, um, <laughs> we've made a lot of progress with him, uh, with him not having to be in daycare anymore. He hasn't been sick.
1: Man, that- Health
0: is on the up and up. Uh, you able to get your business going, you know, getting you all the credentials that we need to have. Website coming soon. Um, And then just kind of tell the people where they can reach you if they might have daughters, nieces, uh, goddaughters, um, little cousins or anything um, where they can reach you. Uh,
1: Well, on my Facebook page, Ash Nicole, but you probably have a hard time finding me on Facebook because everybody's name is Ash Nicole. It's like 30,000 of them. But um, also I'm on Instagram, Light and Lovely. Um, So, yeah, you can hit me up on there and I have all my product on there. And I also have like. All of the ribbon that I currently have, so you know if you see something that you like and i can I make all of it like on the spot, so there's nothing like held up on the shelf waiting, everything is made like right then and there when you order on
0: and what's your cash app?
1: My cash app is ashley a s h l e i l sixteen
0: and then my handles are at Lovelace on twitter, at Lovelace shows on Instagram cash app is dollar sign Lovelace accepts we always accept donations and I kind of just want to kick a segment off that I think is really interesting because most of us have been sheltered in place in quarantine um, I want to call it what to watch so we know we've watched so many movies so many documentaries so many series shows we've binged We've re-watched Game of Thrones, The Wire, everything like that. What's a show that you really enjoy during quarantine that you want to recommend people go watch?
1: Mm, it's been so many of them. Uh, like I so say, we did rewatch a few. Well, I re-watched a few. You just kind of tagged along in and out and whatnot. Um, I don't know. I can't really think right now. What do you think?
0: Um, one show that i we got on kind of late, but we got on to before the second season starts that I brought you into was the boys on, oh yeah, uh, yeah that Amazon was prime that
1: was really good
0: yeah that's an awesome show um if you like the superhero stuff um it's great it's not your what you think it's gonna be um definitely
1: got a twist to it definitely
0: <laughs> highly recommend it um the boys t v uh it's got some people that you might know um notice they uh, mm-hmm. they got. Dennis Quaid's son on there Um, so that's definitely one I recommend
1: but chill if you don't like the gore because it's kind of gruesome it is it uh yeah if you're not really into that you probably don't want to watch that so yeah weak stomachs beware Uh, let me think I I don't know
0: what about a movie documentary you got anything you want to tell the people to watch
1: oh that McDonald's documentary was funny
0: Oh, McMillions. Yes, I
1: like that one. I was sad when that was over, cause that was, cause it like it really happened. So it was like real funny that people was trying to get off, on that. That was real funny. So, uh, definitely watch McMillions. Um, but I I can't think of a series that.
0: Well, let's talk about um, Lucifer. Let's talk about that show because yeah, that, when it was live on Fox, you did not want to watch it. I was like, hey, let's watch this because it would Cause come on right after really, Gotham. Because
1: who really want to watch a show called Lucifer? Like, the Christian in me would not allow me to say, alright, hey, let's turn on Lucifer. Like, just saying that now make me look behind my shoulder. But it was really a good show. Like, I caught myself advocating for that show on Facebook with uh with one of your friends. But... Yeah, it was a really, really good show, though. I'm not even gonna lie. It was a really good show, but I, I'm i kind of conflicted because I don't like how they normalized him. Like, they normalized the devil to try to make him seem like he's a good person. And, you know, we've been taught, like, nah, don't mess with him. But the show tried to make him seem more human, like it wasn't his fault. But, you know, and then you got, you thinking, you like, damn. And then you kind of, in your mind, contradicting what you've been taught. So it's like, ooh, Lord, forgive me for watching this because I'm entertained, you know. So, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't really think I want to recommend that to people, but it was a good show. I'm not going to lie. It was a good show. It was really intriguing to me. Netflix kind of, uh, I don't know, they, 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 they kind of feel like they just dropped it in our lap. You know, it wasn't really as exciting as it was when, when FX had it, but, you know, that's just what it is but still a good
0: show. Yeah, I mean with the pandemic it's just kind of hard um with how they rolled the show out because uh, they didn't finish season 5 yet and then they're also trying to film season 6 at the same time. And then but they're getting covid cases during it. So you're talking about we may not get the second part of season 5 until um uh, late quarter 2, which is crazy to me. But um it's kind of what we're stuck in hopefully with all these pending vaccines, by Q two of next year, we should all be back at it.
1: Yeah, yeah, whatever. Um, another good show that we um we just finished up was a uh, How to Get Away with Murder. You know, yeah, I'm I'm forever a fan. Uh, but I'm forever a fan of Shonda Rhimes anyway. But it seems like she always just in the show the end when the show is over, she's like, all right here, so.
0: Not as much effort into the end of scandal or how to get away with murder.
1: Yeah, still a good show, though. But we finally finished that up. Um
0: Well, we going to support Black?
1: Oh, all, all day. Not just because she's Black, but because the show was damn good. So, but it's but just... But she's Black. But, yeah, it's definitely a bonus that she's Black. <laughs> like, come through, Black lady, come through. But, <laughs> yeah, um... I'm trying to think. I'm. I'm for some reason. I'm drawing a blank on all the many shows that we watched since we've been stuck in the house all year. Well, um, if
0: you can't think of anything, just let the people know that I'm batting in the high 80th percentile of selecting shows and documentaries.
1: Nigga, who are you running against? <laughs> like, you can't have a contest if it's just you, any, but. No, you have picked a lot of great shows. You, been, you picked some boo-boo shows, too, that I just wasn't watching with you. But the ones that caught my, for the most part, they all caught my interest. Now, you can miss me with that Ninja Nun. I wasn't watching that. Warrior Nun is, is Ninja Nun, Warrior Nun. Warrior Nun There's no. another
0: show y'all need to watch. If you got about 10 hours that you could spare over the weekend or the next holiday weekend coming up, just watch that. Once you get past yeah. the first episode and a half, um, it really picks up. Um, and it's quite shocking. Like, good show.
1: I'm just kind of cool on the, the whole church vibe thing. Like like I said, Lucifer kind of had, watching that show made me want to repent. So, watching something called Ninja Nun with a bunch of...
0: Warrior Nun. Wh-
1: why do I keep calling it Ninja Nun? Anyway, see, that's how much I don't care about the show. Um, when you get, think to get the name right. But, yeah, now you had a lot of good shows that you picked, uh, a lot of good shows and a lot of good movies. Um, it's just, it's kind of hard to get in, get into anything, knowing that there is no timeline for when the next season will start, like Snowfall. That oh, was a really good series. But I'm just like, okay, we were supposed to get the second season or what? Thursday fourth, fourth season. Yeah, we were supposed to get the fourth season, but nothing popped off yet, you know, thanks a lot, covid but a um, really good, confusing show. Very confusing.
0: Crack, baby,
1: crack. I- I'm just saying, you know, you want to save the city. You trying to do like my boy Spencer from All-American, trying to save your city. But you don't want something crack to it. Like, honey, that's counterproductive.
0: Another show I put you on, Oh,
1: All-American, yes. Gotta love All-American with Tay Dix and his chocolateness, you know. Excuse me. Sorry. Relax. <laughs> I said sorry, <laughs> but you can't talk about Tay Diggs without talking about his chocolateness. you know, again, it helps that they black, but um, very annoying show as well with all the martyring, like you did pick a lot of martyring shows,
0: hey, CW is all martyr shows, you, every show you know they got what? from Dynasty, which I put you down yes, to also. Yes,
1: another good show. But yes. I had to tap out
0: on that, so I had to tap out. Too much going Dude,
1: on. Dynasty, I freaking love Dynasty. Like, you never got bored with Dynasty. Like, as soon as one drama was almost over, another drama popped up. Like, if you want to be continuously entertained, you have to watch Dynasty. Even though I don't like how they picked it up in the last season, because it's like, okay, y'all ain't going to talk about that? Like, y'all just going to leave that alone? Y'all ain't going to bring that up no more? But a really good show, Dynasty was a really good show, but CW is full of martyrs like all of them. Arrow, which I tapped out of, I couldn't keep watching that anymore. They should have got rid. They should have done with that show a long time ago. Uh we did finish um The Flash.
0: Well, COVID finished. The oh, Flash. Yeah,
1: COVID. Yeah, thanks again, COVID. Um, The Flash, very martyry. Um, what else? What other show? Um. I can't think of any other other, but all the all the DC shows, there's always a martyr in it, but yeah.
0: All right, so I think that's enough. We gave the people a lot there. I wanted to keep it a little bit shorter, but um, you know, when you have a good conversation and your kids are asleep for a change, this is the longest these kids ever been asleep.
1: Man, I'm about to go start checking pulses in a minute. <laughs> they sleep it too good.
0: All right, y'all, but we appreciate y'all tuning in. Again, I'm KJ. And
1: I'm Ashley.
0: And this is Lace with Love.